Good day, everyone. This is Sean Buchanan with the Student Success. It's as easy as TLC podcast sponsored by nobody. That's right. We do not have a sponsor for the podcast. We're just here to bring you some good times in this education world. Hey, listen, if your group is looking for uh, a speaker to perhaps provide some motivation or inspiration for your group, perhaps even some perspiration. If you've ever seen me speak, uh, you know that you can go to SeanBuchananSolutions.com, which is now also known as SeanBuchanan.com. I got the rights to my own name. I was so excited. Uh, SeanBuchanan.com. You can click on the speaking tab. You can click on the contact tab. Just click on a tab and we'll set up a game-changing event for you and your crew. Coming to us today on the podcast, we have got a special guest all the way from the majestic state of Utah. We've got with us the superintendent of Kane County School District out there in Kanab, Utah, Mr. Ben Dalton. How are you today, sir? I'm well, Sean. How are you today? Thanks for having me on the podcast. I appreciate it. Of course, man. I'm stoked to have you. It's it's already the heat index in Oklahoma is out of control. Uh, we're reporting this co- this this episode of the podcast at 9:37 a.m. Oklahoma time. Uh, the real feel right now in Oklahoma is a hundred degrees. It's 9:37 a.m. Ah, ah. So yeah, it's it's a steamy it's a steamy portion of the year for us in Oklahoma. On Sunday, it is currently Tuesday morning. On Sunday, we are predicted to be back below 100 degrees for the first time in forever. So, like, we're looking at the 98-degree forecast high for Sunday, and we're thinking, we may need to get the parkas out. We may need to get the parkas. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be 98 degrees on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. No, no. So, So what's the weather like in Utah right now? It's sweltering here. You know, we've had... Uh substantial rain which is uncommon for us we've had the remnants of a tropical storm that's moved up and we've had rain the last three days and so in the desert it's always nice to have rain i'm talking to a guy in the desert about how hot it is i probably should shut up yeah he's like (laughs) (laughs) he's like really really oh my gosh shut down folks again ben dalton is with us the superintendent of kane county district school district in Kanab, utah so Mr. Dalton, I got to ask, is it, by the way, is it Mr. Dalton or Dr. Dalton? It's Dr. Dalton. Oh, he's humble too. He wasn't going to say anything. He wasn't going to say anything. I like that. I like this guy, man. He's big time. So doctor, I, I got a question because when I was there uh, with, with your folks, I visited your folks just a few weeks back and everybody was great. Everybody was fantastic, but I've noticed there's some differences between your educational system there in Utah and what we do kind of in Oklahoma. So uh, your district is called Kane County School District. Um, You know, in Oklahoma, we will say uh, like I'm the superintendent of Geary Public Schools, right? We have a pre-K through kindergarten elementary school and we have a middle school, high school campus. But within our county, there are seven or eight different independent school districts, right? Public schools. How does that work in Utah? You, you guys, Kane County School District, is, is it, it's, in, it's in Kanab, Utah, right? How does that work? So in Utah, many of the districts that are rural encompass the entire county. So we have Kane County, Garfield County, Beaver County, Iron County. Those are all school districts. And you provide services to all of those communities within your county. In larger cities, uh, 
those areas, they have individual city type districts, Murray City, Provo City. So they, they have different boundaries, but depending on the student population in those areas, you know, a lot of them are tied to a specific city, while ours is more a large geographical area that encompasses the entire county. That's fascinating. So your county, how large would you say your county is? Our county is 4,100 square miles. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. So now your student population over these 4,100 square miles would be what? We're about 1,400 students district-wide. Wow. I mean, that's just tremendous. So, so like there could be a town uh, in, in within your county and they have their own school. Like would that, would that town have a pre-K through 12 site or others? Uh, for for their town? Yeah, it really depends on the location and the student population. So, for example, in Kanab, that's our largest school in the district. It's a K-6 elementary, and it's Kanab Elementary. They have about 550 students pre-K through sixth grade. And we have a middle school and a high school in, in a neighboring town 20 minutes away. They also have a, a, a K-6, pre-K-6 and that's in Orderville, and they have uh, about 160 students in the elementary and about 160 in the high school. We also have a school in the district called Big Water, and it's about um, an hour from the district office. They are a K-8 school, and so they stay in our school system through K-8, and then when they go to the high school, we actually pay out-of-state tuition for those students to go to Page, Arizona, because we don't have a high school there. So we bus those students about 45 minutes away and we pay that tuition for them. And then our most rural school is in Bullfrog, Utah. It's actually inside Glen Canyon National Park. And this school is located inside the park boundaries and the building is owned by the park service. We contract educational services to them. That is a K-12 school, one teacher, 12 students. Yeah, it's, it's very, very remote, very diverse as well but we also uh all of the secondary education, education is provided, is provided through, through uh, remote learning okay. so we we stream about 13 classes from Kanab high school and valley high school to those high school students there and the rest of it is done online so those students receive a high school diploma 100 percent online uh with remote learning wow this, this is incredible. I, I have never in my life. This is just fascinating to me. So you all have students that are literally hours and hours away from your district. So each of these schools does not have its own superintendent. You're responsible for all of these. Uh, man, that's, that is a lot of weight on your shoulders. How are you such a cool dude, man? I would be losing my mind. <laughs> that is so cool. It's a lot of responsibility. We have a phenomenal school board, though. We have school board representation for each one of those areas. So they have a voice at the table when we're making decisions. And it really helps to you know, keep us grounded on what we're focused on, that all students matter in our district. Uh, that Lake Powell School, it is actually five hours from our district office one way. There's dirt roads you have to travel. And we we go out there for graduations and those things. But it is a it is a trek to get out there and back and always an adventure. Oh, that is just tremendous. Folks, we're here with 
Dr. Ben Dalton. He's the superintendent of Kane County School District uh, out there in Kanab, Utah. Just a man, just an, an inspiring story to hear. School district covers some 4,100 miles. Uh, just beautiful scenery. If you've never been to this part of the country, I encourage you to go. Uh, if you've never, for our listeners outside of the country, if you've never been to to southwestern Utah, I encourage you to go. I, I was blown away by the scenery just traveling uh, to Kanab, Utah. Just beautiful, just beautiful place out there. So, Dr. Dalton, I got to ask, man, how, how did you get to this point? Like, uh, did you always know you wanted to be like the ruler of the kingdom? You know, like how in the <laughs> world did you did you get to this point? Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, no one ever gets to a place in their career without people believing in them, right? There were a lot of people along the way that said, hey, I think you can do it. We're going to take a chance on you. We believe in you. And I think that's part of our educational mission is to help other people do great things. And there have been people who have helped me all along the way. I was I was raised on a farm and ranching community in Minersville, Utah. My dad's still a farmer there. We grew hay and corn and and ran ran cattle. And, and my dad said, you've got to go to school. You have to go to school. You need to get an education. My parents had never graduated high school or graduated high school, never graduated college. And so it was something that was, you know, kind of expected of me. And that was something that I wanted to do when I started to go to college, I had a, a high school chemistry teacher that inspired me. His name was Mr. Stuckey. And he taught me chemistry in high school. When I walked on the college campus, I felt like I was a little bit ahead of everybody else. Thanks to Mr. Stuckey, because he didn't give up on me. And I thought, okay, I'm going to major in chemistry. People are like, that's a hard major, man. You don't want to do that. You can't get through it. I said, well, I have pretty good, I have pretty good foundation. I'm going to do it. So that's what I did. I majored in chemistry, a bachelor's degree, and I wanted to teach and went back and actually taught after Mr. Stuckey had retired, taught in that same school that I had graduated from as a high school student, which was unique, you know, to walk into to those schools with all those teachers that you you taught with. But I was taught chemistry, math, and physics at Beaver High School for about 10 years, and I was a vice principal there at Beaver High School. And then I went to Melford Elementary, and I was a principal there for five years learn the elementary lingo, all the things that happens in elementary schools. It's it's a different world, you know. I mean, those those people taught me uh, it's what you do in elementary schools and literacy blocks and terminologies and things that I'd never experienced in high school. So I appreciated them you know, schooling me on what we do in elementary. And then I had the opportunity to go to Garfield County School District as the superintendent. And they gave me an opportunity there I was superintendent there for five years in in Penguich, Utah, and then I've been here since in Kane County since 2016 as a superintendent of Kane. Well, folks, we're visiting with Dr. Ben Dalton, who's superintendent of Kane County School District in Ab, Utah, and uh, just uh, catching up with one one of the folks. And I and I can remember whenever uh, I went out to visit you folks. Uh, I was sitting on stage listening to kind of this beginning of the year message from Dr. Dalton to his staff. And it just, it resonated with me. Uh, it, 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 you know, he was talking about uh, how, how in their school district, and I'd love to kind of explore some of this with you today. Uh, in the school district, you have students that are doing this concurrent enrollment in high school. They're getting college credit and 
Now, all the things you were doing, and you, and you mentioned Mr. Stuckey that day, you, you, you mentioned how this individual had impacted you and you challenged your staff to be like, be that person for their kids. And that's, that's what the TLC message is all about, right? It, it's about, uh, you know, how far are you willing to go to ensure that these kids are successful, you know, at its core? Uh, what, what are you willing to do? Uh, I mean, I'd love to explore that with you. So what are some of these things that you all are doing to help kids be successful when they leave your campuses? So in the state of Utah, the Utah legislature um, has approved concurrent enrollment. What the concurrent enrollment means is students can take college classes while they're in high school, and it only costs the high school students $5 a credit. And the and the legislature pays the remaining uh, tuition makeup to those universities. So we have worked really hard as a district to improve our concurrent enrollment offerings and our resources. We partnered with Utah Tech University and Snow College. Uh, Utah Tech University, they have a lady named Nancy Hawk there. She was able to get some federal money to renovate a classroom for us for, for digital learning and concurrent enrollment, but just some numbers. So in the fall of 2016, we had 34 students who are taking concurrent enrollment classes and they earned 113 credits. So 34 students, 113 credits. If you fast forward to the fall of 2022, we had 121 students take 829 credits. Last year, our students for the two semesters earned over 1,700 college credits while they were in high school. What that equates to is we've had 26 students in our district who have earned general ed certificates. They get all of their general eds done when they walk out of high school. They can go on any campus in the state of Utah. They have a certificate that says, I'm done with my generals. I want to start in my major. And we have six students who have completed their associate degrees uh, in our district. And so it's, I would say that we lead the state uh, in the number of students who take concurrent enrollment credits, especially for a rural district. But it allows students who want to be engaged, who want some more rigor to jump into these classes. And it helps them mentally and psychologically to know that they can walk on a campus and be successful. Once they get in those classes and they've taken those classes, like they're not afraid to walk on a college campus. They know they can, they can study and they know how to interact with those college professors to get the grades. They, they, they have confidence in themselves to be successful. So we continue to promote that. It's been a, a very successful thing in our district, but we also have students who are not college bound and they want to do something else. So we've worked really hard to get additional course opportunities for students um, to engage in our education so that they will have better attendance. They want to come to school. They have a purpose. They have a vision. They have goals and we want to help them achieve it. So last year we started a, a licensed cosmetology program in Kane County. We partnered with Snow College and we brought in a licensed cosmetology program for our students. We had 26 students who enrolled in that. Our, we're full again um, this, this year with those 26 slots. That cosmetology program has the ability to also stack those college cosmetology credits. If they take four classes, they can get an associate's degree in, in business administration through Snow College. So you can take those things that go towards a, a license and then those, those license hours will stack towards an associate's degree. And we are the only district in the state of Utah who has their own licensed cosmetology program. The rest of the districts work through a tech school and they do the accreditation things. We're the only district doing it. 
Just see, these were the ideas that he, he ran through those at that uh, beginning of the year meeting. And I was like, wait a minute. We, I need that in a form where I can loop it back and play it again. Now that I've had him on the podcast, I can, I can loop that back and play it again. Oh my goodness. That is just tremendous. Folks, they are going all out for the kids in the Kane County School District. I'm just telling you, we've got Dr. Ben Dalton with us on the podcast today, and, and I'm just stoked at what I'm hearing. You know, Dr. Dalton, i got to ask you, all these things that you've mentioned, and and, and just as, a, as the humble guy you are, I've, I've noticed you take no credit for yourself, but but I personally feel as if in education, uh, no, no, no great education happens without great leadership. Uh, it's just the way it is. Uh, so... As you think about yourself for just a moment, just a moment, I know this makes people uncomfortable sometimes. In fact, I'm in a I'm in a forum with Dr. Dalton here where I can see his face. But you guys that will be listening to the podcast, you won't be able to see him. But like I love to watch these leaders, these because we don't have losers on the podcast. OK, nobody has a podcast where losers are your guests on the podcast. OK, uh, <laughs> there's not a loser section on <laughs> Apple podcasts. OK, uh, but anyways. I love watching these dynamite leaders when you ask them a question about themselves and they get uncomfortable. It just cracks me up because they're all humble and nobody, you don't do this alone, but without a good leader, nothing happens in this business. That's just the way it is. So as you think about yourself for just a minute and your highlights, I was thinking about highlights in your career thus far. You know, I, I had a day and by the way, it can be something big or something small. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But I, I had a day that I've talked about many times on our podcast. Uh, you know, I, I am not a superintendent by trade. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a recovering basketball coach. And I I miss the kids sometimes in the superintendent world. I, it, it, you get behind the paperwork and the charts and the graphs and the data. And, and sometimes you can disconnect from kids. And so I kind of force myself to get out of the office and go interact with kids. Uh, because that's what it's all about. And I came back to my office, though, after a particularly tough week. And there was a there was a, a note on my desk that a, a kiddo had had asked the secretaries if she could come in my office and leave me a note. And uh, and this note was like, hey, uh, Mr. B, I just wanted to thank you, because when I first came to this district, I actually helped out with the basketball a little bit, just kind of helped getting them going. And and she said, I just wanted to thank you for putting a love of basketball in me, like proving to me that I could do things I didn't think I could do. You know, it was a super like sappy, sweet note, which didn't really match up with this kid's personality, I might add. And then she ended the note with, and by the way, I hope you grow hair one day. You know, <laughs> making fun of the fact that I am follically challenged. Okay. And, and it was just, it, I still have it. It was, it was a highlight of what I do, man. It, do you have any moments, big or small, that stand out to you as you kind of look back at what you've done thus far? Well, I think you're correct that nobody does this on their own. And you're only as good as the people that surround you. So you surround yourself with greatness and it helps everything rise. And and I, I think just getting the right people on board, people who believe in your mission and what you're trying to do and support you, you refer in your TLC presentation, those people who are in the foxhole, those teachers in the foxhole with kids. We need people in the foxholes with us to help us along the way. One thing that was a highlight of my career, I'll just share with you during COVID when we had to close our classrooms and all those things and just that terrible time for all of education. I had a physics teacher at Kanab High School who just said, I, I, I can't do it. I'm going to quit. And it was like a, a week before school. And I didn't have a physics teacher. I had 12 kids signed up and I used to teach physics. So it'd been 20 years. And I went into that classroom and went and taught physics for the year for those kids. 
And it's exactly what you said, Sean. It was getting back to the reason we got into education and the interactions that I had with those kids. There's something magical that happens between a teacher and a student that just that trust and just working together towards a common goal. And that's why we got in the professions to help students. Sometimes we look on this administrative side and it's important because you've got to keep the money coming. You've got to keep the programs here. All those things have to happen. But what happens in the classroom is the most important. What happens with between students and teachers and to have that year to teach physics with those students. And I didn't, I'd never taught with Canvas. I'd never taught with online things, you know, recorded all the videos. So it was a learning curve, a steep learning curve for me to be able to jump into that. But education's changed quite a bit too. The resources that are available for students, teachers no longer the authoritarian that knows all the stuff. Kids have access to a lot of videos and you, you know, you can't just stand up there and say something because they're going to look it up and they're thinking, you're not, that's not right. You know, that, that's not true. You, they, you, there was a time when teachers could say whatever they wanted. They didn't know unless you pulled out an encyclopedia, but today they'll prove you wrong on the spot. You better be on your A game with these students because they know. And it's really a, an awesome opportunity for teachers to use those resources to support what they're doing in the classroom to validate what they're teaching and also empower them as educational leaders. Beautiful. Dr. Ben Dalton is pouring out the wisdom today, people. I hope you're paying attention. We have a lot of aspiring listeners, uh, or excuse me, a lot of inspiring, aspiring administrators who listen to our podcast. Uh, and so if you are one of those folks who is an aspiring administrator, you got to listen to this podcast. This is one of the folks who's got it figured out right here, Dr. Ben Dalton out there. And, and here's what's interesting about this. Again, I, I am, I'm kind of goofy and I'm kind of crazy and I'm kind of all over the place, but Dr. Dalton is like dignified and like he's what a superintendent should be. And, uh, and here's what's interesting. When he started talking about teaching kids again, y'all should have seen the change in his face, man. He lit up, he lit up. Cause I'm telling you guys in this TLC philosophy, as we talk about it, these principles are out there and they're floating around out there. All of us are doing this that are any good at this. We're all doing it. Okay. And I'm telling you that if you don't have people on your team who light up when they talk about kids, you need to find new people for your team. This is about them, not us. And I'm just telling you, the guy lit up. He said, Oh, I got to teach physics. And he and he lit up. And listen, I can't spell physics. You understand? This man <laughs> majored in chemistry. I can't spell chemistry. Uh, he's my hero. If I can be like Dr. Dalton when I grow oh. up, I'm going to call it a win. I'm going to call it a win. I'm just telling you. Oh, my gosh. Now, thank you for being here so far. Now, just one more thought here before we let you go. You know, you guys, have, it, I was blown away with your staff, uh, the, the hospitality that you folks extended to me and, and, and the way just greeting me. You know, it was just top notch. And you can tell. Uh, that the culture there within your district, the climate within your district is is second to none. And you, you can just tell. And I do this all the time, okay? You can tell when, when people have that figured out and it's going well. Where do you go from here? Like, what are, what are your next goals? I mean, you guys are leading the state in, in concurrent enrollment. You have all these beautiful opportunities for your kids to advance their life, be that college or career. Have, what are your what are your future goals uh, for the district or or whatever the case may be? You know that's a really good question. I I think we are working really uh, diligently on continually providing additional opportunities for students to be successful in our district with whatever their areas 
of interest may be to help them with that transition from high school to tech school to college or career, military, whatever they want to do, and how we grow that and create those little pieces in our school culture where everybody can feel accepted, everybody has a purpose, we need them in our schools, they understand that value. But I think our school board, I'm really blessed to work with a phenomenal school board. They they help us with the vision piece. They are the pulse on our community. And our board will come and they'll say, this is something that I'd really like to see. They, the cosmetology, for example, they said, we need to expand the number of CTE offerings that we have in our district. We need some licensed program. Let's get it going. It's like, okay, let's let's get it going. And we just get to work on it. So, you know, that leadership is is across the board. And whatever those goals are, we just want to make sure that students know that we care about them individually. Just what you talked about in your in your uh, keynote speaker, Sean. Every kid has an advocate. We care about them individually. We never give up on them. And they know that when they walk in that school, someone's got their back and someone's there to help them. No matter what's happening at home, uh, whatever's going on in their personal life, they know that when they walk in our schools, someone loves them, cares about them, and they're there to help them. So good, man. Dr. Ben Dalton is out here, and he's just killing it, y'all. I'm telling you, these folks out in in Kanab, Utah, they're changing lives. Uh, this has been this has been a phenomenal discussion for me. I just just blown away by by the things that are being done there. And again, thank you so much for for being here on the podcast today with me, Mr. Dr. Dalton. Because I'm gonna tell you, you you guys are are you can just feel it. You guys are one of the groups that has it figured out, man. So thank you so much for what you're doing for kids. And thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you, Sean. Absolutely. Folks, that's going to wrap us up for today. This is the Student Success It's As Easy as TLC podcast sponsored by nobody. However, we hope that you had a good time and that you were able to pick up some things. I'm telling you, those aspiring administrators, this is one you want to bookmark You'll want to listen to it again and again, because these ideas that are coming out are the way to go to impact the lives of your students. Folks, uh, if you're looking for a speaker to uh, perhaps come in and and provide a little bit of motivation or inspiration for your group, again, we encourage you to go to SeanBuchanan.com, click on the speaking tab or the contact tab. We will set up a game-changing event for you and your crew. That's going to wrap us up on the podcast today. We want to again thank Dr. Dalton for being with us today. Uh, We thank all of you for listening today, and we will catch you the next.